Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello everyone, just me at the top of the show to let you know about the Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A, that's patreon.com slash D-Y-K-W-I-A. Every Sunday or Monday there is a brand new episode of Top 5, the Patreon-only podcast, where me and a friend count down the top five of a topic that we suggest we're going to do. So this current one out is with Dural J Singer, we're talking Top 5 Exercise Songs, so lots of people in the comments are saying they've been going out, running to the playlist that we put up and uh, breaking their PB. So well done, you guys. And I've got a great one coming out next week, which is with my friend Zane from Bernie, who's been a guest on the show, Zane Lind. And uh, we count down our top five things growing up in Bernie. Uh, so it's super, super funny, that one as well. Also, if you are a parent of kids aged between four and 10, I have a Instagram page for kids called Joshua Kids. And every single Sunday, I put up a little video of stuff that can entertain your kids, about five, seven minute long. I'm currently going through my show, Oliver Upper Tree. So there's been two chapters of that, and it'll take about 10 weeks to fill that out. So that could be something nice you can do with your kids. Huge thanks to everyone who's been uh, downloading the, ep- the episodes and sharing the episodes and leaving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes and iTunes. That is much appreciated, especially in these times. Everyone's looking for new stuff to listen to, so tell them about this show. Super funny episode coming up right now with Luke Heggie, Nick Cody, and Edmonds, and Nazim Hussain. So let's not listen to me anymore, and let's get straight into it. I'll see you on the other side of this music. Welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week on the internet, I discovered I share my name with a man who has his own plumbing business, and a Facebook review of his site, of his uh, business, says this. This plumber came to give an in-home estimate a few days ago. He verbally harassed my partner, causing a seizure. <laughs> oh. He then blocked me physically after getting too close to me and would not exit the house when asked. One star. So, come on, Josh. Lift your oh. game. That sounds like a call the cops situation. Yeah, that he's mixed up a plumber with a fucking home invasion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been harassed that much that they've had an epileptic fit? That's a, I know. That's and then wouldn't, then wouldn't leave. Surely if you do that, you get out of there as soon as you can. I have, in the co- I have in the comedy scene as a woman. <laughs> we'll get to that, Edo. That'll be my first question. <laughs> What's it like being a woman in comedy? But yeah. Can you insert a really long pause there after Edo says that? Like five, <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people talking? Let's meet them now. Our first guest shares her name with the manager of employee relations at the University of South Australia. Can you please welcome? It's from the Grub. It's Anne Edmonds. Yeah. Oh, you. Do I? Ooh. Yeah. I used to work in university administration. Did you? Maybe it's me. Like the maybe I I div, like I split in half and one of me kept going and the other one went into comedy. <laughs> Which one do you reckon's happier? 
the other one. Yeah. yeah. By far. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our next guest is a first-timer to the podcast. He shares his name with a man on Twitter whose handle is Hooters. E is a three, though. Can you please welcome us, Luke Heggie. Yes. Hello. G'day, Yay. mate. Hey, Heggie. How you doing? Yeah, pretty well, thanks. I'm a big fan of Hooters. Yeah, oh, so. good. <laughs> the food or the tits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll go for the food, but I stay for the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this this guy, his his uh, avatars a Seattle Seahawks uh, helmet as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, go the Hawks. Yeah. So he's a real cool dude. All right. Also yeah. joining us is a man who shares his name with a Vancouver personal trainer. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Nazim Hussain. No way, really. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm yep. happy with that. That's pretty Cause, good. Because yeah, the only other one, there's literally yeah, there's only there's a terrorist and another guy who's a <laughs> comedian, Naz Hussain. He's a comedy promoter. In Aberdeen, in the UK, and he right. looks like me as well. Oh, really? Maybe right. it's you. Maybe you split in two. No, we've been that... chatting. He actually has been, he's trying to get it, he's been trying to get me on his lineups. Except I'm in Australia, and he's in Aberdeen. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. coronavirus. Yeah, stupid coronavirus. overseas naz. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb Scottish naz. And finally, is a man who shares his name with a senior investigator for Xbox. Can you please welcome Nick Cody? <laughs> An investigator? That? I that's have him. no idea, but that's what comes up on LinkedIn. They solve crime now. Yeah. Wow. Is that just telling people to stop using slurs on the in-game chat, <laughs> playing Call of Duty? <laughs> trying to stop all the cheat codes. I had a friend that used trying to, to stop all the nerds and make them go outside. Because if it is, <laughs> Nick, Cody, Nick Cody's going to get told off by Nick Cody. <laughs> I had a friend who was like, you know, there's a kind of like a Sim City game where everyone walks around as their avatar, just living an alternative life, alter- alternate life, huh? Yep. Yeah. So my, one of my friends was like, was someone that would walk around and just and, and basically be like a pedo cop and just talk to people, talk go, go up to to, to, to children because she could tell that they were kids and make sure that they were, you know, not getting chat up by um by creepy get creepy so, guys. So what he would what? try and chat them up, and if they well, were into would. it, or she would, sorry. Yeah. So I forgot women can be pedophiles too. Um, no, no. So she was the pedophile on, man, it's going up to kids and making sure. And then if there was like a pedo guy who was virtually humping their leg or something, because they do, they they have sex in the in the virtual world too. But how it's would probably got nothing to do with the podcast? No, but how would she see? How would, she, would go up to him and just really ask know. him a few um, questions, see if they're overly friendly, and I then think she tell could them tell them. She, she knew the profiles of those people. She could just say, "Oh, this person's." 14 and this yeah. person is saying that they're 14 but their language doesn't match oh, okay yeah the behavior. this person no. is in his 40s playing a kid's video game yeah, yeah so follow him around for a bit <laughs> easy how, detective how much work. does it how much does a job like that pay just out of interest <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i reckon at least 25 bucks an hour it's classic entrapment anyway go up and talk to kids online <laughs> all right our first game today is called social me meet media well i'll read out status updates by the four of you and if you think you know who wrote them Buzz in your names, your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. If you get it wrong, the person actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own ones. Mm. Here we go. Just heard a woman at the pub say to the bartender, believe me, I know when my dog is having a fucking stroke. Shadow Edo. I missed the lead up to this. Yes, Edo. Peggy. No, that was Nick Cody. You put no. me for Cody. <laughs> Sucked what? in, Edo. <laughs> you didn't have a dog, do you? <laughs> no, I got no, a dog, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was still one of my favourite days. I just love hearing little snippets of conversation where you go, fuck, I wish I was around for the rest of that. I'll only hear that one <laughs> sentence. Never see this person again. <laughs> you won't see the lead up. <laughs> I've followed people based on the, that exact premise. Sort of <laughs> yeah. followed them to try to get the rest of it. 
just heard a snippet of their conversation and just followed. They go into their fucking houses and you gotta you gotta quit. (laughs) Game over. (laughs) All right. Question two. This was replying to Sam Newman, who was bagging out Greta Thunberg at the time. Your skits on the footy show were so funny. Don't let this girl get you down. Peggy. Maybe do a live show with you with big titties, or you could give car <laughs> advice on stage with a cool car parked on the actual stage. I've seen it at the casino, but don't give up. Yes, Heggy. <laughs> That's Edo. Yeah, it is Edo. <laughs> <laughs> Just reply? having a chat, having a chat with my mate Sam Newman. <laughs> no, hey, he didn't reply. If you think, if you think, um, some people in the AFL media sphere can be a bit shit. Um, I'm up in Queensland at the minute, so I get to hear Triple M Rugby League commentary. There was a good 15-minute chat on Saturday where a, one of the commentators said, mate, I told you, told you you shouldn't have signed up. He goes, oh, I didn't think it was going to happen. They said, you said if Gold Coast Titans won five in a row, you'd get a sex change. And they spoke about it for a good 15 minutes. Oh, wow. 15 minutes. It, was just, it wouldn't end. I, was I mean, like, but that's oh. an important 15 minutes for the guy who made that bet. Yeah. yeah. More important when they auction his cock off for charity <laughs> at a lunch at the end of the season. <laughs> at the Caxton. And it attracts no bids. <laughs> well, someone will buy it. Yeah. Spray painted gold, put it out the front of Suncorp. Get it signed by <laughs> Sam Newman. Question three. RIP Jeffrey Epstein, gone too soon. So sad. Hope it's oh. not too long until your perfect no, mates no. join oh, you in heaven, you beautiful no, angel. No. Last Brisbane show Sunday night. Yes, Cody. Cody. Heggy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a classic Heggy. Every one of Heggy's tweets is an RIP tweet. Yeah. <laughs> going, through, too soon. going through today, they were so funny reading. Like My favourite one, though, was uh, probably the Epstein one, but also the Ben Stiller one, which was... No, Jer- Jerry Stiller. I watched, uh, I watched Seinfeld as a kid, so this hurts me more than most. <laughs> oh, yeah. You actually felt a tinge of sadness there with that one. Well, I've, just, just I've always just thought Twitter's for bereavement purposes. You see, you see star fucking celebrities do it all the time. So I'll just get yeah. in there and plug my merch, that sort of thing at the end. Do you ever get a bit of blowback? <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, good. Um, generally, the earlier you get onto it, the higher up something you are. So that that basketball who died in a helicopter, fucking hell. Yeah, I've got a bit, got a bit for that. You got um, well, luckily Ari Shafir <laughs> took your thunder there. Yeah, yeah, I was fine. What, what did Ari say? Oh, oh. I'm not, I'm not going to repeat it on here, but it's oh, no. he went into hiding. He moved cities. What? Wow. Really? Yeah, he went hard. <laughs> All right, question four. Can't even call them carnies anymore. PC gone mad. Uh, Nazim. Yes, Nazim. That's, that's an Edo. That is an Edo. Yes, Nazim's on the board. Edo. Uh, I was replying to something though, wasn't I? I think so, yeah. Someone said, but you replied, but then they deleted their tweet. Oh, uh, it was some, yeah, because they were they were describing carnies as something else, like, um, you know, professional roaming oh, entertainment, you know, or something. And it's just like, they're carnies. It's all, you know, <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> you can't even call a carny a carny. Edo, just come up to Queensland. You're good to go. They're about 15 yeah. years away from hearing about blogs. It's up. <laughs> oh, I know all about it. Oh, it is, it's an abbreviation thing, though. I've, I've had on yeah. high rotation at my place recently, Best of George W. And uh, he was still using the abbreviation for Pakistani well wow. into the century. Australia so, um, doesn't have a problem with that yet. Oh, no, oh, I reckon we do now. They do, yeah. 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 Mm. When my brother first moved to London, he was saying it. And they were like, no, you cannot say that. And he's like, yeah, but right. 
when the Pakistan cricket team would come over, there'd be big billboards of it, like the Aussies versus. <laughs> and mm. they went, no, nah, we just don't say it. He's like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Question five. Egg boy needs to come out of retirement. Edo. Yes, Edo. Naz. Yes, you are right. Yeah, point there for yes. Edo. You know what I hate about Egg Boy? What? Um, he did a great thing, but I could tell he was a rich kid that's never been in a fight because he had <laughs> the camera in one hand and the egg in the other, and only somebody that's never been punched would assume I don't no, have I don't to know. defend I... myself after this action. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fucking fist up and egg because you know jumped... as soon as it hits, you're going to have to throw some follow-ups. I'm, you're I'm about jumping to get melted. Defend, I'm, I'm defending this guy. He's come to my house. Um, he's, uh, I've met up with him at, at the local cafe because he wants to start doing stand-up. So he's a guy. Who? Egg boy. Oh. Egg boy. Um, Don't need I'm him like, taking our ticket sales. Rack off. Guys, Stick to eggs, mate. He's going to be on this podcast with us at some point. So yeah, I'll get egg boy on. <laughs> he now does actually. If you go to his Instagram, he's doing motivational. Oh, oh, oh. is he? Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> what a what a pivot. Oh. <laughs> Best part about that video is that um, it was a some sort of press conference situation, and in the if you slow it down. You can see not only Egg Boy, but two of the other blokes who are with Anning, they're wearing thongs. They were. You should be a fan, Cody, because it's a, it's a king hit. <laughs> <laughs> a king's egg. King hit with the so, egg. I once introduced Nick on a stage. Oh, as, it's um, my favourite intro ever. As an MC, and I said, um, if you've ever been King Hit in Port Melbourne, it was probably this guy. Welcome to the stage, <laughs> Nick Cody. <laughs> How'd you go, Nick? Did you have the audience on side straight away? Yeah, it was fun. It was a bit of tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. And guy wasn't guy, it was cunt. That was no. the last word oh, of okay. the intro. Oh. <laughs> probably this cunt. Edo cleaning uh, up for the podcast. <laughs> Question six. For someone so anti-immigration, Pauline Hanson speaks like she's in two, week two of ESL. Nick. Yes, I mean, Nick. Who, uh, Naz. Just, yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> I fucking hate my tweets, by the I just... It's just uh, anything Paul... Like, I love Pauline. She's... Um, no, you don't. She sounds like, she sounds like every ethnic in the community. You know, they all just... They all talk like... Oh, hey. I, I saw up here... I went for a swim um, at Redcliffe, which is like north of Brizzy about... 30 minutes and there was a bloke coming out of the beach it was like a 27 degree day perfect day he's coming out of the water in a fluoro orange one nation t-shirt and my first thought of course being from melbourne is like oh that's ironic that's pretty funny nobody would wear that seriously and he's come oh, i cannot it was a perfect day and i said man how is it in there he said oh it's beautiful not a better day for it and i said awesome and i went to walk in and he said, get in there now before they fucking sell it to the Chinese. What the <laughs> hell? Oh, the beach. Do, do you reckon he wore it because he lost some two-week bet or something? Yeah, no, I, no, I don't think it's his only one. I think that was his beach one. He then goes home and <laughs> he's so got a skin tight, ones, a skin tight onesie, like a wetsuit. <laughs> one Nation onesie. Yeah. But plus, <laughs> when, when the Chinese come and buy stuff in Queensland, they don't get everyone that's there at the time as well. Like, this guy doesn't know that. You don't get all the inhabitants of the shopping centre you buy. No. Otherwise, you wouldn't buy it. Yeah. If you got all those drongos. Next question. This was written March 11 this year. Yeah. There's an impro troupe warming up in the next dressing room, and now I wish the government had cancelled all shows everywhere from yesterday. 
Nazim. Yes, Nazim. That's a Cody. That is Nick Cody. Yeah. Point yes. Yes. What is your problem with with improv comedians? No, well, I'm, I'm with you actually. Lose that last <laughs> word. Um, <laughs> lose the last word. <laughs> to warm up to improvise is just funny to me. I don't know, and they they're never negative about it. Nah. They're nah. never, fuck, I hope this goes well. They're always, <laughs> this will be great. And then afterwards, this is great. I think Becky Lucas in Edinburgh had to share a backstage with this British impro troupe. So even worse. And she said every day they were happy, happy, happy until one day she said they were the saddest group. <laughs> and great. it made her entire fringe. She said it was worth it. It's it's because it's bordering on religion. It's got religious sort of it's, it's vibes, cult-like. isn't it? It's, yeah, oh, it's yeah. Got... It's real Estedfordy. It's sort of. Yeah, yeah. Do they, they don't have any idea when they're bombing because it's just fucking noise. It's, like until they get attacked. Those ones Becky saw, they must have been attacked or egged or something because there's no way they'd fucking know. <laughs> That people hate them. They got no Egg idea. Egg Boy finished his show and then went round there, gave him a King couple. Them. King him. That, what is I it would, I'd like pay they have him. to say words, don't they? They have to say they go around passing a word to each other. Yeah, you yeah. see them all the time handballing a word, and they just saying it. And then they're all like patting each other on the back, and then end with a big group hug, and then they get out there and <laughs> yeah. entertain the masses. They fucking do one, two, three team like they're the Lakers. Or yeah. There must be rooting going on though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even nerds root these days, if you can believe that. <laughs> Thanks to the internet. <laughs> I'd, pay, I'd pay Egg Boy to egg an impro trip like Cameo. I wonder if you could just pay him. Just pay him? Yeah, like, yeah. like corporate oh, jobs. Make, he would make he, so much. Got a corporate for you. I think he's actually, he doesn't like being called Egg Boy. Um, he's got a name, which is... Well, he's been oh. to your house now, so you will yeah. know it off the top yeah. of your head. Not I didn't know you were... Why don't you marry him now? Will, Will, Will Connolly, obviously. Will William, Con- William Connolly. Okay. And if you look at, his, um, look at his Instagram bio, no his reference to eggs at all. Spiritual yeah. He wants bio. to move away from Spir- the eggs. Spiritual evolution of the human race, expand your uh, emoji of the brain, magic frequencies, anxiety, depression, 396HZ, which is... What's that? Ah. Hertz, yeah? For more confidence... Five two eight hertz hertz love vibe six three nine. Nah, he sounds What's like he's enjoying the impro trip. He's not going to egg him. That's oh, man. Wait till he's three days into a festival <laughs> and no one's coming. He'll be calling mm. himself Egg Boy, Eggy Egg <laughs> yeah, Boy, yeah, and yeah. the adventures of my egging days as Egg Boy. <laughs> Get in ever... here, everyone! I'm Egg Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming in, in the street. Egg on the way I'm in. Egg Boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can you can only pray for an egg. Like any kind of egg branding when you're yeah. new. Herald Just Sun, anything. Herald Sun photo laying in a chicken coop <laughs> with a mic wrapped around his dick and a fucking egg hat. Well, there's just there's yeah. a chicken laying an egg on his face. Yeah, he shows William Connolly what came first, the chicken or the oh. egg boy. <laughs> well, oh. I feel bad. Like, even under all of his spiritual posts, people are just like, they're just heaps of <laughs> yeah, egg, egg comments. Just egg-related comments. And, he, and his, first, his first show, the last line is, and that's when I became an egg man. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he should be getting egg sponsorships. He's he's, yeah. he's wasting it, wasting in five, yeah. As you say, in five years' time, he'll be begging for an egg sponsorship. <laughs> all right, question eight. Congratulations to all the comedians who worked tirelessly to achieve this impeachment. Also, a big pat on the back for me for never really liking Trump either. We did it, guys. Nazim. Yeah. Yes, Nazim. Tom Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> Point there for Luke Heggie. That was Heggie, yeah. Yes. <laughs> You've changed. I yeah, thought I you were just, uh, you know, your labourer turned comedian. 
What? <laughs> what was it? Was yeah, it? You're, so you're intelligentia. You're up there using your big words, satirical. Mm, political oh no, tweets. I wasn't. I don't care about the Trump thing. I was just jumping on because uh, comedians uh, achieve a lot through um, through their words. I just want to congratulate them for doing it. Mm. They, cha- I, they, they they are the go-to for intellectual, you know, like oh. when you want to think, when you want to know something, that's where I turn. Yeah. Oh, without us, nothing to get done. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know that plastic bags were bad if it wasn't for Tim Minchin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember the Bad in the Bag campaign? With the, um, the project started that. Or they did that, and I remember they asked me to come and do a, like a 10-second Bad in the Bag, and I did it, and I came home and I just continued my life as usual. And then uh, I was hanging out with Waleed one day, and he literally like never used bags after that. And and I was like, "Why? Oh, you did that campaign, and you actually do what you say you're going to do." Yeah. Was, it was just a gig for me. I think I got paid <laughs> two hundred bucks. And... You you went home and got eight plastic bags, went down to the Yarra and just chucked them in. I <laughs> found dolphins and tied it around their necks. <laughs> uh, question uh... nine. He copped a lot of flack, but I'm glad Scott Morrison took that holiday. You can tell it re-energised him by the way he immediately got straight back to the task of doing sweet fuck all. Nick. Yes, Nick. Naz. Yes, oh, that is yeah. Just after bag is <laughs> Yeah. The best thing, I knew that tweet was coming up next too, Naz, and I was just letting you dig yourself into a hole. <laughs> I, I didn't even buzz in because I thought, that's too obvious. Yeah. obvious. <laughs> He's just been giving me shit. There's yeah, no way he can be know. that much of a fucking hypocrite. No way. <laughs> Here he is. I'm just projecting, projecting, Luke. I did yeah. feel bad there. That was running into the goal square and just fucking torping it out of the stadium. Was that Tony Abbott? Who was it? Who Scott was it? Morrison. Scott oh, Morrison. Okay. You just you can just substitute whoever in there. That, yeah. that, that's a timeless tweet. John Howard. Yeah. Is he dead? <laughs> no, he's not. George Bush. What about him? Any George Bush tweets lately? Anyone tweeting about him? Is he trending? Which one? Just Junior, Bush, you know, big big guy. Senior, right? Senior's dead. No, is he? Yeah, is that dead. one? Yeah, you haven't been reading my tweets, Edo. No. <laughs> <laughs> I muted you. I find it very offensive. His <laughs> 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 bereavement tweets. <laughs> Our last I didn't question. know Senior was dead. Good times. Our last question for this round. Every fucked uncle at Christmas was was once the guy you know. Now in his late thirties, getting around saying, "No, I don't want a relationship." Notice the warning signs early. Take action now. Heggy. Yes, Heggy. That is Edo. That is Edo. Yeah, put there Heggy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um Yeah, cuz I there's you know like guy you know guys go along in their 30s and then they don't realize what's around the corner which is their mid 40s. Yeah. And yeah. let alone their 50s and things are going to take a dive really quickly and they're going to be scrambling back for those relationships in their 30s. They're just oh no, I don't want I don't want a relationship. I'm, you know, I'm cool. And he's like, I just no, saw gonna... it at the park. I saw it at the oh, park really? before with my son. Yeah, like a 55 year old bloke with a two year old. You go, you're fucked, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are fucked. I'm gonna guess that second marriage, though, Heggy. I mean, Cody. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe. Mm. Yeah, but I, I think there's no I think reason you gotta, to do it. You got to get. It, it's kind of cool in your 30s. Come your 40s, you don't want to be getting around saying, "I don't want a relationship." Just get get it get into a relationship ASAP. Your hair's, come, your hair's coming out. <laughs> I reckon thirties, forties is that weird time because I was thinking about this the other day on my walk about heroin. Like mm. heroin, mm-hmm. should it, I try it? Well, yes. in, in your twenties, cool. 
in your third. Is it ever cool in your twenties, Harold? Never cool. I reckon oh, Josh Hill's a music fan. <laughs> I reckon you could be in your twenties, early twenties. You're doing it. Someone Do go, a bit oh, that's, yeah. Thirties, yeah. well, oh, that's serious. That's okay. Mm. All right, you're seriously forties. That's mm. that's nah. You can't yeah. do it. Fifties, it's really sad. Sixties mm. becomes cool again. Oh, fuck. oh Fleety's almost back. Yeah. Fleety's <laughs> a few years away from. That's unbelievable. Pulls you through. Still doing yeah. it in your sixties. Fucking hell! Taking out your pension cash to get <laughs> some horse. That's a bad time. But, oh boy! But if you've gone, if you've gone forty years with it, you're like, all right. Well, this is this is what mm. you do now. Like, and you've you've survived forty years with it. Don't you've change got your investment property. Cash that in. Um, if you're positively geared by then, you've got you've got the cash coming in. <laughs> you're it's geared, not bad. But yeah, it's... you're geared, ready to go. <laughs> I think that's Very probably negative. the right age. Sixties. That's the time to do it all because you're probably retired. You got the time. You don't have. You're not going to lose a job. Your partner's not going to leave you. Your kids are out of the house now. Perfect. Well, I've started trying. I I didn't ever took drugs because of an incident I had where I smoked a couple of bongs and I thought that that green cheese stick in Ascot Vale over the freeway was trying to attack me. So I <laughs> I laid off the drugs for like yeah. fifteen years, yeah. and then suddenly in my late thirties, I was like, I'm gonna have a go at all. I'm gonna have a go at these. And I got, but I went, I went, you know, got on the pingers and and the um. See, I've cocaine. never done that. I've never done a pinger. Never done shrooms or acid or. Yeah, I don't know it was if good. It's I'm not going to do it anymore because I, I, you know, I think my I, my mind might be deteriorating. But <laughs> it was still, I, it was it was a little spell I had. I think it's a good time to do it. Why not? Yeah, probably more Indeed. responsible at that point. Yeah, and you got more cash. Mm. Anyway. Right, at the end of the Cheers. round, <laughs> end of the round, the scores are: Edo, you're on two points. Heggy, you're also on two points. Nazim, you're on two points. But in front, on four points, is Nick Cody. Woo. Good on you. All right, this round. It's called nine to five. What a way to make a living. Now, this round, we're talking about paying the bills. And mm-hmm. according to one guest, they've had over 70 different jobs. And today we're going to talk about Luke Heggie. Now, what was one of his jobs that he would do? And during the job, he would do this just for his own amusement. Was it A, he had a job restocking Coke vending machines. And in every machine he restocked, he would put one can of regular Coke in the Diet Coke section. <laughs> mm. Was it B? He was a moderator for a phone introduction line. This was before the internet. His job was to listen to people to try and pick each other up. If a guy was a dick, Heggy would take the number down, cut the phone call off, and when the guy would call again, he would match him up with other dudes until he stopped calling. Or C, he had a job as a snowmaker. Once a month, he would take the machine and cover his co-worker's car with it. The guy complained to his boss, so Heggy stole the guy's boots and threw them over the power lines. <laughs> Now, one of these is true. You can ask Heggy as many questions as you want to get the truth, but bear in mind, he wants you to get it wrong, so he gets your point. Hmm. Floor's open for questions. Ask away. I know it. I know uh, it too. Do you know? I, I feel like I, I know it. Well, let's ask but, some questions. So you, so, 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 you, so you worked at a, at a phone, at an adult romantic phone line thing? Yeah. What's it, what do you called, call it? What's it, what's it called? Well, it's called Telecafe in the Tele-cafe. mid-90s. Oh, yeah. yeah. How much was it a minute? Oh, I don't know. I never rang it up. Um, hmm. I, uh, I the chicks didn't have to pay, so there you go. You complain about all sorts of stuff, but you get free phone calls to things like that. But um, the blokes were paying probably about two two bucks a minute, I think, around that oh, okay. sort of ballpark figure. And did you have to go in there to do the job, or could you do it from home, or like what was the setup? Oh no, I'd go in there. I was in the city in Brisbane in this office, and I'd work midnight till eight o'clock, 
I fucking mm-hmm. loved it. Still probably right up there with the best jobs. So, so you basically just had. listen to people hit on each other. What was in a, in a, When did they cross the line? What sorts of things would they have to say? Well, I was there, you had to have a moderator because people ring up and say, you know, oh, oh, my name's Nazim, I like long walks on the beach, romantic candlelit dinners. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Put them through onto the system. And then they're through. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They, they, can, <laughs> they can listen to all the chicks doing their ones. But if you ring up and go, my name's Nazim, I've got a massive schlong. Uh, I'm going to f- fucking do some disgusting stuff. You go, okay, hang on, mate. It's not for that. You've got to be cool until you get to know these people. You've got to be cool to be in this cafe. Yeah. So um, so I, I had all these options where you could cut people off. But I could also pull the mic down and just tell them to fuck off <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> and there was and, no supervision. And the Coke machines, What were you like? Um, were you responsible for different machines in different buildings or what was the setup? Uh, yeah, I had to go around to a bunch of machines. I just, I just, I was never going to see the outcome of this as a prank. But I, I just thought, all those, I'd probably before my time to be honest. All those white cans there in a line. I thought I'd chuck a red one in, get some diversity mm. happening in the coke line. <laughs> and this is so woke. This is in the nineties before this was even trendy. The woke and, vending um, machine guy. <laughs> yeah. But I also okay. thought, you know what? You're on a, you're on a fucking diet. Don't drink coke. <laughs> Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> hey, where did you make snow, Heggy? Where, when? Where? Well, both. Let's go yeah, both. both. Yeah, uh, I was about 2004 in New Zealand. I had a um, yeah, it was a sick job. Again, a night job. I was working like 4 p.m. till about 8 a.m. Out just fixing Jesus. the machines and, and blowing blowing cold air like uh, water and and these little particles up into the air to make snow. Sick. What are the and uh, what are the particles? Is this what Steve Hughes is always talking about on Facebook? Is that changing <laughs> the weather with the plane? Chemtrails. <laughs> is that chemtrails? Is that what you Just were doing? Little bits of petrol. Now it's actually these packets of these tiny little. They're actually bugs. They're actually dead. Uh, little tiny little insect things. Like you put sea monkeys. Pack. Bit bit like that, yeah. But they they were dead, like sea monkeys. That when you get them in the mail. Um, <laughs> And you sort of tip a bag of them. They cost a lot of money. You tip a bag of them into the into the thing down near the dam, the machine, and it'd, it'd pump through the, you know, that's your water supply for the snow machines. But I work with this guy. He's a fucking prick. And uh, his, name was, his, his name was Bryant, like with a T on the end. What? Like the killer. <laughs> yeah, like, like that, but he's, that was his first name. So I thought, I'm not, I'm not having that. I was, <laughs> you quit um, because of the T. Well, no... <laughs> I didn't quit. I just started hassling him, and I put a machine on his car. But it's quite a lot of work. You got to—they're big machines. It's not like a gun or something. You got to sort of drag it behind a skidoo, point it at the back of the car, leave drag it, for it an behind hour. a skidoo. What's a skidoo? A fucking like a... Jet, jet ski for yeah. the snow. Yeah. Um, snow machine. Oh my god! Snowmobile. So you hated this guy that much that you that you drove a skidoo? Well, not. not <laughs> That's that how much, much you hated and... him. I didn't bash him or anything, but and then I <laughs> then I have to pull the machine around the side of the car and leave it there for an hour, and then around the front. That took took four hours to cover his car. <laughs> this is in the middle of the night. Yeah. Shit. Well, I know I know which option I'm taking. All right, we'll go. Okay, Nazim, what do you reckon? I'll go you first. I reckon it's the phone, the um, the cafe thing. Are you the cafe uh, thing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edo then. Snow. Snow. And Nick Cody. Coke machine. Coke machine. The correct answer was A, the Coke machine. Oh. So two points for Heggy, one point for Cody. 
Yes. I just know that I just went with that one because I know how vindictive and um, <laughs> he can be. Yeah, I'm, All, I'm learning. I'm learning. And if you cross too. him, if you cross him. Most of Heggy's pranks, he's not there to see the reveal. He's oh, a true okay. lunatic like that. He doesn't care. He just knows it'll happen in the future. Whereas right. I'd be sitting next to the fucking vending machine for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Watching. Yeah, he's like the sort of yes. guy that sets something on fire that at the end of a movie just walks away, not even looking at the explosion yeah. behind him. Yeah, I don't look back. You should see our 10-pin bowl. Just chuck it, turn around, <laughs> walk back, keep an ear out. <laughs> Keep it here out. I'm also glad first time on the show, and I think I've got his voice down. If Edo and Nazim thinks it was the other ones, that's good. I'm learning about you, so you're a bit of a, you're a bit. Yeah, yeah don't cross it and cross it. Yeah, bit, yeah. bit what, Nazim? Yeah, oh, exactly. I got a good, great guy. Enigma yeah. is what you're going to say. He's got Aggressive. a wealth of experiences. I think you might want to watch what you say. Yeah, he's, he's literally zooming from the darkest route, like I know, looks... underground or maybe in custody. You look like that guy from that game Nightmare. Yeah, look, it's um, it's where they film Saw. He's on the fucking bathroom floor. You think he's dead the whole time? No, it's like when they got Saddam out of his bunker. Like... <laughs> SAS are going to tear a roof off in a second and drag him out. I didn't see any tweet from you about that, um, by the way, Heggy. Anyway, I'll oh. talk about that off air. Okay. At the end of the round, the scores are Edo still on two points, Nazim still on two points, Heggy now on four points, and Cody in front still on five points. Woo! Do you put right. claps in or? No, I should, shouldn't I? I think No, I think I did on in. the second episode. Mate, do you need like, oh, what am I doing that? Do hey, I need Jill, claps? Need a bit of this. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You do that. Triple M. <laughs> do that every time you get a point, Cody, and we'll say it's your home ground. Sick. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. Everything is true, you say yeah. If things a lie, you say nah. If you get it right, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who the fact may or may not be about, they get your point. So ask some questions, try and get the truth. Okay, so to Luke now. Nazim freaked his mum out by sending an AR video of a tiger in his house. She was so scared for his life that she broke quarantine lockdown, went to the supermarket, spent over $100 on cheap steak, left it on his doorstep and then drove back home. When he told her it was just a joke, she got very angry and told him, do not waste that meat. So now he has a freezer full of cheap meat and he doesn't know what to do with. Yeah or nah, you can ask him questions. All right. First things first, what's AR? Uh, augmented reality. So it's, if you actually Google, say, tiger on your phone, on your smartphone, um, you scroll down like a few, just a few centimetres and, and it says view in 3D, you click on that and then it's basically your camera app. It, you know, in your own surroundings, you can see the, like a, a, a pretend digital tiger. Just and you can, so you, can rec- you can record that, what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And sick. is it, is it that realistic? Is it really? It's, uh, that like good? It's, I, I should show. It's unbelievably realistic to the point that um, yeah, there are like, some really good ones. Some really good ones. It's pretty. It's it's great. Like uh, I mean, you can have you can have a shark swimming around your lounge as well. But the tiger legitimately looks like it's walk, it was walking around my house. Sent it to my mum. She freaked out. Sent me a series of text messages. I just was. I just thought she should find it like kind of interesting. But she genuinely thought there's a tiger <laughs> in my house. Did and you I send said, a message? Want... You send a yeah, message sent... with it. Yeah, I sent it in the in the Hussein family WhatsApp group, and then uh, and then she said, "Oh my God, so you really got a tiger at home?" I said, "Yes, I told you it's safe, not a lethal one. He was trained, only have him for a week." She said, "Is it a toy or a real tiger?" I said, "Real, but he's friendly." She said, "I want to come and see him. How do you know he's safe?" I said, "Because I said so. 
So long as I give him his daily medicine, he shouldn't bite anyone. She said, why do you take chances in your life? You can die. He can bite you. Zabid, my stepdad, says, you must be crazy. What happens if the tiger gets mood swings? I said, don't worry about it. There's videos on YouTube about how to care for the tiger. Should be okay. <laughs> and it's lonely, in and it's lonely in isolation by myself. And she said, close your bedroom door when you sleep and feed him well. You don't, you're stupid. Don't take chances. I said, he sometimes sleeps on my bed. And then she said, oh my God, don't do that. My sister said, make sure you wipe his paws. If he goes outside, he might carry corona inside the house. I said, don't let him out or I'll get in trouble. The police will probably so shoot him. Anyway, so your sister, so you, your sister's just winding up your mum and yeah. your sister. <laughs> well, yeah. And the older right. sister, who's normally pretty straight and boring, she said, make sure he doesn't eat all your food when you're sleeping. And then, um, and then I basically said, crap, I've run out of meat for him. And there's none at the supermarket because that's whenever I was hoarding toilet paper and meat. And I said, um, he's jumping on the kitchen table. And that's when my mum rang me and freaked out. And I mean, here's a voice message. If you, <laughs> <laughs> I bite you, so you be very careful. I don't know. I'm just very worried about it. I don't know why you take this chance of bringing tigers into the house. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you, Nazim. Okay, just get rid of the shit. Lock him in the toilet. That's all I'm telling you. So, where does she think you got the tiger is... from? Like, you can't just get him. Like, what is she? I think the thing with like, once someone is emotionally hooked in, they sort of yeah. they can't. They don't know why they believe in it. Like, yeah. like other religions. Like Pete Evans. <laughs> yeah. Other religions. <laughs> did she? Did she really write "You're stupid"? Yeah, like those words. Sick. Yeah. I never heard. <laughs> never heard that from my mum. Was um, this during Ramadan? Naz? Is this? Is this like they're just you haven't had brekkie and you're, you're a bit fucking foggy by just after lunch? You can get away with this stuff. Yeah, my mum comes that from Sri Lanka. Have, There's no way. You can do all sorts of stuff in, in you know in Sri Lanka. People have monkeys, and you know you go to Dubai. People are riding around in friggin. With, with like exotic cats oh. in their pasture. So I Wait, think she probably oh. just, and I have a lot of weird friends that just, so she, I think she might've just thought that, you know, I live a weird life. You know, I'm a comedian. We do all sorts of silly things. She well, probably thought it was part of the I've thing. Never lived you don't with drink a and you do piano lessons. <laughs> Relax. Uh. <laughs> Man, I would have. loose unit. Older, <laughs> it's so outlandish. I would have immediately said no, but it's so fucking elaborate and you've got the, all the shit there. And there's no way you went to all this effort. You've been at work today. Um, so I'm going to say, yeah. Heggy, unfortunately, that was a lie, although half of it was true. It. His mum his mum didn't break lockdown and give him meat. He doesn't have a meat full of, like Mate. a freezer full of meat. No, she basically. Yeah. Oh, that's the only was, thing. Yeah, yeah but the rest of it's true. Oh, okay. She didn't, she didn't break curfew, but uh, she believed it. And then she tried to explain um, to her family overseas the prank that I played on her. But she couldn't explain it properly, and then they thought that I now have a tiger in my house, and they were like, "Oh, okay, you can do that in Australia." And if there's anything I know, any of my mates whose parents were born overseas, they'd come in and fight the fucking animal. They don't yeah. play around. <laughs> Immigrant parents don't fuck around. They're not dropping meat off and leaving. It's it's on. Also, I've had a weird that like she didn't. She just said lock him in the toilet. Uh, she didn't yeah. say get out of the house. Yeah, she just yeah. said, "Oh yeah, what am I supposed to do? I, I could just never go to the toilet again." Imagine when he. He gets out eventually. Yeah. He's going to be pretty, pretty upset. Mm. All right, like so a Labrador a pup. Yeah. Point there for Naz. Okay, so to Nazim. The first time Nick went out to a club, his drink of choice was vodka and Red Bull. He ended up drinking about 10 of them, and then when he got home, he couldn't sleep or stop shaking. He woke his mum up, who suspected he may have been drugged. When she asked him what he drank, he told her, he said, I had about 10 vodka and Red Bulls. She laughed and said, well, you're going to be awake for the next two days, so go do some housework. And then she went back to sleep. Yeah or nah? 
I'm going to say, yeah. That is, well, our questions, hang on. Question, yeah, question. thank you. So, um, hurtful, hurtful, so, just to go straight to, yeah. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, there's a reason why you've, 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 you've quit drinking for one year. You've got a problem, or you had a problem. and <laughs> This was the first time you drank, <laughs> though. <laughs> the problem was breakfast radio and a fucking baby. If I didn't have those two, I'd be maggot now. <laughs> so so, so how, many, how many vodka and Red Bulls did you Ten. have? Ten. They, they had it on, spe- it was like $2 pots of beer, or three dollar vodka Red Bulls. And so, right. value losing I've money. I've been down this road before <laughs> myself. I know. And all I about this. Naz, you don't drink, but that is still yeah. a lot of. That's one. It's a lot of Red Bull. Yeah. Don't worry about the yeah. vodka. That's just too much yeah. Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too much. Red Bull. Red Bull. That's a lot of Red Bull. I mean, um, so how old were you? Eighteen. Would have been uh, a couple of months after I turned eighteen. So how'd you get cash just generally at the time? Because that's thirty dollars that you were spending. Thirty, but I was working at a pub. Okay. Oh, so you just no, watching so you never people that have a drinking problem and not learning from my. You know, eight-hour shifts there, just That's going a, out and getting wrecked. Did you then stay up two nights in a row? No, I probably f- fell asleep maybe seven in the morning, but just hmm. the shittest sleep and just wake up with sore teeth and your stomach. It's not the vodka. Out of that drink, the vodka's not the issue. Hmm. It's too much of the Red Bull. No good. Well, and it probably t- wasn't even legit Red Bull. If you're doing $3 <laughs> vodka Red Bulls, you're getting fake vodka and fake Red Bull. <laughs> Bit of Raz. <laughs> what, t- what time did you finish up there? Oh, it wouldn't have been too late because I mm. didn't. I probably got home just after twelve. I reckon. Mm-hmm. So did I you do didn't... any chores? No, fuck no. What, no. what did you do? What did you do till seven o'clock? Just laid on the couch with a sore belly. Okay. <laughs> That's quite cute. That's adorable. Yeah. Checks out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It reckon... does check. I, 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 this, this all. I mean, none, none of this seems out of character for, for, for Nick. Um, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, yeah, you're a bargain hunter, and um, <laughs> is he? Come on, are you calling me I don't a tight ass alcoholic? He's a cheapskate. <laughs> bargain. If anyone ever calls me a bargain hunter, oh. fuck, that's it. I'm coming back to Victoria to fight Naz. <laughs> a bargain hunter. Oh. That's the worst thing I've ever been called. You get around to garage sales, looking for bargains. Yeah. Get there half Come hour on. before they actually open. I was selling a, what was I, I was selling something I think no, I was selling a mattress A second hand mattress You shouldn't oh. have been doing that Rank no, was, Absolutely getting, rank getting, <laughs> You shouldn't have been getting doing rid of that it. And And the guy said Alright I'll take this one And if you've got any more I'll take them as well You've got more mattresses I'm like oh. what do you think I'm not a shop I'm a, I'm a dude Like I don't have any more mattresses No <laughs> What is he? Sorry, he boys, probably... you're on the floor. <laughs> I had to do a three for one. <laughs> they don't happen anymore, do they? Because of um, uh, like whatever Facebook marketplace it should, that. It should never have happened. No, Buying a wrong. second-hand mattress is one of the <laughs> saddest things I've ever. So yeah, you're going to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazim, you are incorrect. That was a lie. Oh, point so really? Oh no, point Bad. to Cody. Yeah, hey, it Jill, sounds a I lot like um, Cody's mum to me. Yeah. No, I'll tell you an actual true story around that time. I went to a comedy night with a mate. We're 18. The comedy night was at Crown. It was two dollar pots of Stella. Oof. I got maggot. My phone died. I called my dad from a payphone in the city. He had to come in and get me. There were no more trains. Vomited all the way home. It was the middle of winter. When I got home, mum sprayed me with the hose on the front lawn and made me clean the car. And the next morning, I was doing like an admin job in the city. I caught a train in, but the guy I was doing the job with, we'd look after it. If someone was hung over, it'd be like, mate, you go, I'll sign you out. So you still get full pay. I was at Flagstaff Station, quarter past nine in the morning, just looking green. There was about six people on the platform. 
and a kid, probably early 20s, came down the escalator. He had Down syndrome and he went person to person giving them the gladiator thumb, you know, the <laughs> sideways thumb. And he oh. gave the other five people thumbs up and then he got to me and gave me a thumbs down. <laughs> that's where you were at. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was at. I was the only one to get a thumbs down. That really hurt. The- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to Nick now, when Edo was at uni, she entered a karaoke nah. contest where the first prize was 500 bucks. <laughs> Edo, Edo didn't want to enter but really wanted the money. Edo was embarrassed, so she didn't tell anyone she was going in it. When she got there, though, she was told it was decided by the audience and some human movement guy had stacked the crowd so he would win. Oh. Halfway through Edo's song, she just thought, fuck this, and started ending every line with, human movement sucks, or human movement isn't a real degree. <laughs> <laughs> Due to this, she ended up winning, but spent half the money that night getting drunk with all the human movement students. Yeah or nah? Oh. So five hundred bucks. What so- what song did you sing, Edo? Uh working class man. Yeah. That's, that's, see, that's a, I think that's a good song for somebody that can actually sing, and you yeah. can so, sing. So it's whoa, also a good song for a karaoke competition because people like it; they'll join yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, and as you say, Nazim, whoa, 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 human movement sucks. Five hundred bucks, big money back then. I was in. Big money now. Uh, yeah, that's true. For for Nick, because he's a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they doing it this year. <laughs> so bargain here. hunter, the gentleman's tight ass. Bargain hunter <laughs> is the fucking worst thing I've ever been called. That is yeah, atrocious. <laughs> I'm not that at all. I'll cop the alcoholic. I won't cop the bargain hunter. Man, um, I'm, I'm still unclear on what the fuck human movements is. Yeah, what human, is human movement? Human movement is like it's it's like a poor man's physio. Like if you can't get into physio, yeah. you're doing which human is already movement. you know yeah, which is yeah not a doctor stretching it's for, stretching it's for people who get to uh, end of end of high school but still want to do PE. So yeah. like, all right, yeah, right. I'll do three yeah. years yeah. of this and then I'll. Do one year of a Bachelor of Teaching and then I'll be a PE teacher. Yeah. 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 Or, like a personal uh, trainer, but just a fucking trainer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can't lift weights. Mm. Yeah. So you do I, human movement. I don't <laughs> even know if it ball. exists. I wonder if it still exists, the old Bachelor of Human Movement. Oh, of course it would. Mm. Money. It's a, just a cash grab, most of those things. Now, you say uni, but you've got more TAFE vibes about you, Edo. Um, <laughs> what TAFE was it? <laughs> <laughs> what, what uni were you no, at? No, I was at Melbourne Uni, believe it or not. Oh, oh human movement oh. at Melbourne Uni. Mm, yes. Oh. That, fuck, that's... People spending $40,000 a year to blow a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> well, so what jobs do they get as a human movement PE teacher or personal trainer or, like, if they're, you know, there'd be one in the whole course that gets to go and work, like, for uh, the Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the rest uh. are still, like, they're... They're voting for um, ScoMo as we speak. <laughs> They're coaching netball. Having a yeah. having a degree from University of Melbourne would look great on the wall until they do look a bit closer and see human movement. <laughs> yeah. It's like having an A-class Mercedes. You go, fucking hell. All right, the first badge is good, but this is a bubble. You should have just got a fucking Mazda 121. Um, who, else sat, like, who else entered the competition? Do you remember what other people sang? Um, oh. A lot of crowd favourites. There was there was a your standard kind of horrible. I don't know if you know anything about Melbourne Uni. It's a it's a place no. full of absolute cunts. Um, 
It's <laughs> so Ronnie just, Cheng's old old university. Oh well, interestingly, of- Ronnie Ronnie and I both went to Melbourne Uni, and anytime I get the magazine from there, or he's just splashed. He's just alumni number one. Yeah. I've never been mentioned <laughs> as an alum. Like they 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 yeah. deny that I'm alumni. <laughs> they're denying yeah. me. But a lot of um, impro troops come from there. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I realise I'm fading into darkness here. Yeah. I need to turn I was gonna a light say, on. Do you need the 500 bucks now to turn your lights <laughs> I look, on? Like, <laughs> I look like Peter Dutton in that that famous that photo. photo. Edo, when Edo, when you're on the front, do you think the title will be Crazy Poor White? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah. So just your standard boat shoe wearing. You know, commerce yeah. student with jeans and boat shoes and they live in college even though they're from um, Brighton. They move into college. Can I just I'm... go back? Crazy bitch Caucasians. That's Oh, that's... yes. There you go, Jill. <laughs> that's why you're the host. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say yes just because I want to live in a world where Edo dished out that justice. <laughs> Me too, Nick, but Me it too. was a nah. That was oh. not a true story. Point there for Edo. Oh, Edo studied human movement. <laughs> to Edo. Now, when Heggy was at school, he was in a mm. science class one day when they were learning about electricity. He was asked to stand on a rubber mat and place his hands on a generator for five minutes. As he was standing there, <laughs> while the teacher was explaining what was happening, Heggy thought it'd be funny if he took one hand off and touched the teacher's ear. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher got electrocuted and went absolutely nuts at Luke. Yeah or nah? Mm. <laughs> this is, this is I think very... electrocuted means to die by electric shock. <laughs> oh well, he was. Uh, what's the word for oh, no. not shocked. sustained an electric shocked. shock or something? Yeah, there like you that. go. He was shocked. Oh, sorry, sorry, guys. Pick you up sorry. on that. Loose, loose unit, Nazim. <laughs> Back at it. Um. Now, Heggy, I, I, I feel like I know this about you. Weirdly, you went to a good school. Uh yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. It was a Catholic boys' school, if that's good. But don't you have like other? Don't you have famous friends that went there? That or don't you have some famous mate that went there? Oh yeah, that doesn't make it a good school. Um, <laughs> who's, who's that? <laughs> Could be famous for bad reasons. No, no, no. Oh, there are some who are famous for bad reasons. But no, it's Ginsburg, Osha. He and, oh. I, he and I went Which, to school together. But so no, maybe not, that makes me think that it was like a well-to-do school. But that's that, as you say, it's not the, not necessarily the case. Oh, it was a, it was fine. The school was fine. It was a private boys' school, but it wasn't wasn't your. Fifty thousand dollars style one. It was bottom mm. end because it was Catholic and, and back Catholic. then. D last cell in Melbourne. Yes. Well, well where I went know. to school. And Catholics um, used to be a little less business, and they'd look after poor kids a bit. So that yeah. was fine. And so science class. What year are we talking about here? Uh year ten. Year ten, so and um, the teacher was called. Uh, Mr. Chelagado Ray. Mr. Chel Ray. We called him Chinzano, first... if you must know. Okay. <laughs> and so you were what kind of experiment with like i feel like this is an experiment i'm not surprised it was well, at a private boys school because it sounds it's bordering on torture so oh no it wasn't torture at all that they had this like a a pole with a big metal ball on top it looked like it was from the 50s from an, ex, oh, from yeah. an experiment it's called a vander graph and they had you put your hands on it, stand on a rubber mat and your hair stands up and, okay. And I got picked going? to do it. I had the straightest hair, so I had to I had to do it. And my mm. hair just like gradually over five minutes just went real. It was pretty funny. Looked we like had to young. go to Science Works for that in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah we had to go side, across the yeah. bridge to, to Nick's side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you'd have your own ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and um and so and then you he came over and was like what like and then you just reached out and oh he was he continued to teach at his desk just next to this and I started I was looking like Yahoo serious and yeah everyone's sort of looking at me but he he kept teaching he just goes just do it five minutes see what happens and I'm, mm. I feel it in my eyebrows and shit and ear hairs are standing up everything and mm. then um I just sort of took one hand off. <laughs> Put it near his ear. It didn't even have to touch his ear. It just got near it, and this this spark came out. Just jumped it. Got him. He, he hit the, the divine spark. Fucking... Did he scream? Yes. Chinzano hit the roof. <laughs> yeah. And what was the response like from the crowd? Yeah. Did you get oh. a good good, good oh, laugh? Did you, get the, did you get the cane? I did. I well, I was. I, he he wasn't one of those violent ones. He wasn't a Christian brother. So um. Yeah. And violence was just on the wane. It was like 1990, so they couldn't mm. really flog in front of anyone. I got a lot of detention, yeah. but yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't a he wasn't a violent man. He did sort of wasn't taken in the spirit it was intended quite, but he was a better <laughs> he's a better All sport right. than most. Crowd favourite though, kids loved it. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to still say nah. Edo, Ooh. you are incorrect. That was a true story. Ah, hey. I thought he hesitated on the when I said what grade, and he said Channel Ten. I thought I sniffed a hesitation. Deliberately did that. He played and me. I, played me. I yeah, played violin. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't say Channel Ten. You did. Yeah. Ed. It's a great stop. Thing. Stop yeah. plugging your fucking shows, Edo. Did I say Channel Ten? I might have yeah. Too many gins. <laughs> Edo's the fourth tonight on the project. Tune in. Um, all right, at the end of that round, the scores are Edo, three points. Nazim, three points. Heggy, five points, but still in the lead on six points, isn't it, Cody? Bloody hell. Here this round is called Who, 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names, your buzzers. Can't buzz in for your own ones. You get a point if you get right, point off if you get wrong. Only round you can lose points. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Who here watched Steve Martin eat cheese? Edo. Yes, Edo. Heggy. No, that was Nick Cody. Watched Steve Martin eat some cheese. I'm losing points. Suncorp Stadium. Really? Yeah, for the U2, I had to take some Triple M listeners into a corporate box, which is, wow. Wow. Um, And Steve Martin and Martin Short were in the corporate box next door. And I looked over at one point and one of the Triple M listeners had just left our corporate box, just went into his and took a selfie with him. I've never seen a man so angry, but (laughs) trash. That's and then amazing. while you two were playing, all the lights went down and the boxes and everything. And I saw Steve Martin have his phone torch on, looking through sausage rolls and stuff. It was <laughs> so sad. <laughs> How much do you have to achieve in life to not fucking do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love a sausage roll. I'd, I'd be doing it. I'll yeah. do it to the day I die. A mini You'd be able to roll. smell a sausage roll out on a plate, though. You don't need to put a f- light on. You can yeah. smell them. Mm. Right, next question. Who here jumped in the Yarra dressed as a kebab? Nick. Yes, Nick. Naz. Yes, he did. King of Moomba. Oh, yeah. I forgot you were the King of Moomba. How'd that go? What do you mean, was? You'll be the last one. They're not going to have another Moomba festival for a few years. Oh, didn't it? Did it get cancelled? It's right there, mate. No, no. we we, um, We did the parade just as people were... Cottoning on to Corona, and the vibe back then was, oh, we're all going to get it. So fifty thousand people turned out instead of the usual eighty, mm. um, because thirty thousand people just, mate, just couldn't harden up and and do it. No, but it was um just at the a week later, everything got cancelled. So well, for, for I can't believe don't know, that, that the Moomba people... Festival is a, it's the water festival. It's like celebrates the Yarra River in Melbourne. That's oh, is that what, what it's for? Oh, yeah, I mean, and every year they nominate the a, a king and queen. 
Yes, yeah, look, it's basically it's a. It's, I don't even know what it is. It's a free. Actually, Nick, you should be across this. It's a. It's Australia's largest free. <laughs> <laughs> I will not cop this. I don't know how I've started this, this this new rumor about Nick. Nick is such a tight ass for no reason. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure you probably paid for copies for me, and I'm probably in debt to you. Edit right, that bit out, Josh. Josh. No, I'm not um, editing yeah. anything out. Yeah, so jumped in as a kebab, and uh, it's what's involved in a kebab now. suit? Like, is it a big spongy huh? kebab suit, or it's just? It was a spongy kebab suit, and they um, this costume maker spent like a week making it, and then I, I just jumped in the Yarra, and um, was and that Birdman? Yeah, Birdman rally. So you're trying to jump across the the Yarra. No one ever makes it. No one ever makes no. it. But people spend a lot of time making these mm. full on uh, things. But um, apparently, all the organisers are like literally, there's you you literally cannot make it across. There's no way you can. But oh. um, people people believe they can every year. Mm. Well, I after if you did, that. You'd, really, you'd really injure yourself if you did actually make it. Yeah, <laughs> not a great idea. <laughs> not a good idea. Next question. Who here, as a teenager, once got hit by their boss but just thought that's what pe- people do at work? Nick. Heggy. I heard Nick first. Edo. Yeah, it was Edo, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you, by the, you? Um, the woman who ran the bakery I worked for that's... in Strathmore. <laughs> I got a job, 14, nine months, loved it. And um, she, I, she finally, like, she upgraded me to, like, top, I think it was called Top Girl. And um, I was Top Whoa. Girl, which is, like, like managing... He got the keys. It's like hooters. And she, and she left. She left for the. She left for the day, and I like turned the music on out the back with the other girls, and I was like, "Let's just have a party," and was like dancing on the stainless steel benches. And anyway, one of her mates um, turned up in the shop and came out the back and busted me and reported back, Mole. And then the next day, the, she came in and she and she came up to me and she pointed at me and she said, "Did you do this?" And I said yes, and she just slapped me across the face <laughs> so hard, yeah. and I just went, "Yeah, fair cop." Like what that is so Imagine... insane that she had like probably a night to think about it, and then still angry enough to hit you. Like, yeah, but back then I was like, "Yeah, no, I've done oh, the wrong." I knew boss. I'd done the wrong thing, and fair like, I'd yeah. rather I that pun- this, like, I'd back- rather that punishment than like some sort of you know, where you have to go through a process of like. Yeah. You know, oh. rehabilitation. Right. Just, hit yeah. Just hit me. Just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> Take your medicine. I was talking today with my wife. How I, I'm at, we're at the age where like other parents would smack us, like, what? and my parents would actually thank them for doing it. Like, oh, thanks for yeah. that. Yeah, cool. I, I couldn't get across to them, so yeah, thanks for hitting my kid. Mm. And now I cannot imagine anyone Man, I, in my generation's even smacking their kids and how that act if someone else hit the their grip. kids. I had the grimace one at the park the other day with my son, Charlie. There was another kid. I was talking to his mum. His mum's Estonian. And this kid who's bigger than my son just fuck it, just shoved him over for no reason. Charlie <laughs> laughed about it. And the mum put her hand on my shoulder and said, revenge is yours now. <laughs> oh, wow. What is that? No Game of Thrones shit, lady. Yeah, wow. that's... <laughs> just, oh, that's in Brisbane. Gave permission to, to smack her kid or push your kid back. Yeah, just like if you want to tell your son to hit mine, that's fine. Wow. See, I get I get that after five months of lockdown in Melbourne, but you're up in Brisbane. People have been running free for ages. <laughs> yeah. like, They're angry up there, though. But yeah, it's too hot. No, yeah, <laughs> something's up. wrong. Revenge Next question. Who who once called a plumber to come and fix their dishwasher and the plumber just turned the dishwasher on and Nazim. fixed it? Eggie. Yes, Nazim. Nick Cody. Yes, that is Nick Cody. A point there for Nazim. Yeah. I didn't know. It was a new apartment that we were renting. I didn't realise that 
a dishwasher, there was shit under the sink, dishwasher related. I thought it was all front. Mm. And I was pushing it, it wasn't turning on. And he turned up and just popped his head under. I was like, what's under there? And he said, where it plugs in. I was like, fuck, I didn't even... Like, I don't know how I thought it worked. Maybe nuclear yeah. power or something. <laughs> um, that is, that's exactly what happened to me not too long ago, actually, during lockdown. I thought the, um, the, the security system was just broken and just kept beeping. And so like the agent called the landlord, landlord engaged a freaking electrician to come out and it would have been like a $200 call out beep for the landlord. Anyway, he came in and he looked at the security system and said, no, it's fine. And then I go, what's the beeping? He goes, oh, you need to change your battery in the smoke alarm. Can't you see it flashing? And so he just put in a $3, possibly $2. If he was bargaining $2, that's all right. Yeah. What do you reckon, Nick? $2 yeah. for the battery? Bargain. For a nine volt, that's bargain. Good. I would have said, come on, mate. That's a write-off for you. Yeah. <laughs> Right, next question. Who, which of you once had two elderly audience members shuffle out of their gig and say loudly to each other, this is the worst entertainment we've ever seen? Edo. Yes, Edo. Heggy. Yes, that's Heggy, yeah. yeah. And 50 young ones. You just go on that lot of experience, are you? You've seen it. I've shuffled out of your show. Oh, Wait, did you hear them say that? Did you, did you hear them say that? Uh, yeah, well... It was actually when they're getting in their car, in the car park. I went out to the car park. <laughs> oh it's, it's really dark. They Fight hadn't them. seen me. And it was a fucking grim gig. And um, <laughs> that's the last thing I heard before they slammed the door and sped off. <laughs> oh, getting oh, that's the worst entertainment we've ever seen. Bang. <laughs> Gone. That's really not good. But, you know, live and learn. Next question. Who... While on TV, was so drunk they forgot they were on TV. Heggy. Yes, Heggy. Um, it is Edo. No, it's Nick Cody. Fuck. Was this on LOL? I thought it was too. Yeah. No, obvious. you weren't sober on LOL. Three, three of you uh, were in the room with him. No, you weren't. No, you were drinking a lot. Was this on, was this on yeah. the Amazon show? LOL. I was having a great time. No, yeah, I almost you're... got Edo to break. <laughs> I leant in and said, oh, man. You, no, you did. You did. That was, <laughs> my, that was my first deduction of points. <laughs> Because <laughs> you, were, said, you were... even though I haven't lived in Hoppers Crossing for thirteen years, there's still you can't just put a kid from Hoppers into a room with free booze for six hours and lock the door and expect him not to. You did the right thing. Yeah. When's uh, when's season two? Mm. Same all, cast or going back in? I would think so. I hope so. It's why be why change a show. perfect formula? <laughs> I don't know if we're going to breach in contract even by laughing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just... <laughs> A lot of therapy there. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Who, during the Edinburgh run, was woken up every morning by people practising the bagpipes for the tattoo? Oh. Edo. Yes, yes, Edo. Heggy. Yes, you are right. It was Heggy. Yeah. yeah. I know why too. Because <laughs> Heggy didn't stay in town. He'd ride a bike 40 minutes every night to go and camp. Wow. Wow. What That's dedication you, to the craft. To yeah, the craft. Had <laughs> a tent, yeah. It's pretty grim, but uh, yeah, I just bought a ten-pound bike when I got there. It wasn't mm. flush, still not, but um, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah, the it's tattoo good, was on bargain. at the same time. So yeah, that so was the, big, ta- the tattoo was the thing that you that that annoyed you of the whole camping outside in Edinburgh for a month experience. <laughs> I didn't the... camp for a whole month. I only camped for probably ten, twelve days, and then, and then I went it got and weirder. Picked, then I pitch, pitched my tent in uh, the Nelson Twins and Jason Chong's uh, Airbnb, whatever it was. Yeah, that's the grimmest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I, no, it's great. Nelson Twins had a really 
big lounge room, so I just put my tent in there. Stayed there. Did you? Because I was the about tent? to say, <laughs> you just mattresses on the floor. I definitely needed the tent. <laughs> oh really? Was there rooting? Uh a little bit and stuff, but there was also just uh, they're pigs, mate. They just walk out fucking pretty much nude any hour, Ooh. straight into the kitchen, cook themselves, whatever. It's a twin so, thing, isn't it? It's just twins do that sort of weird stuff. It's pretty creepy. Is, is there any tw- is there any difference between the um, the twin penises? Imagine if one oh, had a massive hog, <laughs> one just <had> absolute <laughs> monster, cruel that it be. They were conjoined and they didn't yeah. do the right oh. cut. That's where they were. They were I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Their dicks have got massive beards too. (laughs) (laughs) There were these twins at my school, identical twins, who used to talk to guys at school about how they would masturbate together and watch porn. Mm. And like that was a normal thing. It's not. Some some funny things go on with twinnies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Gives me the (laughs) heebie-jeebies. Actually, I learned about that. It's just a grim story. Next question. Who, as a child, would just wander around the trots unsupervised? Heggy. Oh, Nick. Oh. Yes, Heggy. That's Edo. That is Edo, yeah. Oh, Point I can't believe you can guess me. <laughs> <laughs> What's a trot? What's a trot? Oh, God. <laughs> the trots are the... Yeah, the harness racing. The harness racing on a Friday night at you Mooney can... Valley, which isn't far from where I live. I I'm, know. I haven't come far in life, I must say. <laughs> Edo, but, um, you sent me a photo the other week. From your the from the front of your house, going can see the trots from here. <laughs> Lockdown's not too bad. Yeah, look at that, beautiful. They haven't run in years, but there they are. Um, and a, a, a father of the mate of my best mate when we were growing up used to take us to the trots, and then just he'd he'd walk, we'd walk behind him, and he'd just walk into the adult only section, which was huge, and just go through, and the bouncers would go, no, no, not not your kids, and he'd just keep going like he didn't look back. Yeah. And we'd be like, Mr. Rogers. And then, he, and, then, and then we'd spend the rest of the time just on the ground looking for old tab tickets yeah. and then checking, checking if they were winners. Yeah. And once someone had dropped a winner, not much, but it can, it can happen that someone has a winning ticket and they drop ah, it. Let that be dreams. a lesson. I had a very similar upbringing. Every, oh. every Saturday or Sunday, go to the, the Bernie Dockers football uh, game. Dad would mm. walk in with us and go, all right, I'll, I'll be at the cam bar. See the big clock there when it's 6 o'clock. Meet me there under the clock. Mum will come pick us up. That was from age 7 to 16, every <laughs> single. Like, what, he'd just go and get blind? Yeah. You'd just be in the cam bar all day drinking and wow. I'd just do laps and kick the footy at halftime. I remember going out. Good times, really. Because uh. it was country footy, so you could go out and listen to the coaches kind of rev up at quarter time and three-quarter time. And they'd have all the drinks. I still remember the, the very faint lemon cordial they'd give the players and I'd just mm. I'd knock a few of those back. And that'd You'd be have like, the yeah. players drink. Yeah. I'm, actually, I, my mum used to do kitchen hand at Flemington Racecourse and would basically dump us at the just watching near the finish line. And uh, <laughs> I just spent the whole day at the races pretty much. Just me and my, my sisters. Um, on the punt. <laughs> a few Shawankin kids just by themselves. And one time we moved from where we were and then like half an hour after the time she was supposed to pick us up, a group of about five cops and my mum were like, "There he is!" And uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I um, I don't have any of these stories because I experienced some form of love during my childhood. <laughs> oh, you can tell this by the guy who lives in a tent in a house. <laughs> yeah, my parents were nice enough to leave us at home when they went to play the pokies. <laughs> <laughs> watch whatever you wanted on fucking Galaxy or Optus Vision. 
Cavs. And our last question for the game. Who here got a letter of apology from the US Ambassador of Australia? Edo. Yes, Edo. Naz. Yes, it was, Nazim. Always yeah, political. Political. Always, always yeah. with the political stuff, guys. Trump? Well, Trump-based? Yeah, what uh, they apologising well, for? Well, actually, it was Obama at the time. I was, I was interrogated for four hours um, because I'd been to Yemen. So, I mean, it's just an unnecessary um, interview. But um, they, they asked me if I was a terrorist and then they, um, they asked me to prove that I wasn't. And they, also, and they said I was a comedian. I said, can you prove it? Showed them some clips. And, um, <laughs> they were like, they laughed. no, you're they not. Did, they actually didn't laugh. Then one of them said... Well, the Aussie accent's pretty funny. Did you and, uh, did you show them O-O-O-Visa. four hours of clips? Four hours of clips, was it? <laughs> it was Until they got a laugh. Okay, so a guy would come in, empty notepad, literally just start asking any questions and then just ask follow-up questions. What street do you live in? What's the street next to that called? How do you spell that? Where did you go to school? What did you do in Yemen? And I said I was there doing this spiritual retreat, which probably sounded pretty dodgy. Oh, and he was no. like, um, he goes, oh. and he, so he tried to catch me out. So he goes, did you do any terrorist-related activities? I said, no. He goes, um, but if someone asked you, would you? I said, no. And he goes, did you ever practice just wrestling with your friends just as a bit of fun? You know how guys do that? And I said, no. He was just trying to like find terrorism adjacent activities that I might have I've been I've got to say, he could have been more subtle if he's trying to catch you out than are yeah. you a terrorist? <laughs> it was, yeah. Yes it was, or no. They ask you that on the, on the thing. Like the, mind the games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to ask you. It's like a cop thing yeah. in the movies. Yeah, right. Hey, Naz, for later on, just say doing gigs for the troops. I got that. Going into the US, they said, why do you have Afghanistan in your passport? I said, did gigs for the troops. Got a high five. Just yeah, but I reckon if you said I'm doing, I'm doing gigs for the troops, they're going to say, which troops? Which like troops? Nazim Muhammad Hussain. I don't think they're called troops, by the way. <laughs> All right, at the end of the game, the scores are Nazim, four points. Ooh. Luke Heggie, five points. Ooh. And Edmonds, five points. But our winner on eight points is Nick Cody. Wow. Well he has gotten himself a bargain there. He <laughs> oh. certainly saved those points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's now, getting you... one at Christmas. Because <laughs> <laughs> you win, Cody, you can promote your podcast first. What's your podcast called? Mid-Flight Brawl with the one and Great. only Luke Heggie. It's like so, Heggie's one as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we talk now, about fights that have happened on planes. It's a good time. Yeah, great. What day is it out? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Great. Awesome. Uh, Edo, where can people hear the grub? The grub is um, we put out monthly um, episodes that are free of um, all our best sketches, um, but we have a weekly sketch, which weekly show in, on our Patreon and other things like movie night and um, just general grubbiness. There's a, it's it's rotten on there. So if you if you want to go to the it's next club funny. level, get involved. Cool. Uh, Heggy, you got anything to promote other than the pod as well? Uh, I've got merch is ticking over over at uh, your nearest LukeHeggy.com shop, selling <laughs> yep. three packs of ten inch carpenter pencils, and I am overstocked Ooh. and underpriced. So get in. <laughs> bargain, here, bargain. Get yourself a bargain. Already sent him some. <laughs> If you want to know where to get them from, just wait for the next celebrity to die and follow Heggy on Twitter and you'll you better pick some up. And Naz, where can people find you? Um, doing a po- podcast called Survivor's Guide. Um, and uh, also, um, I did one on Audible called Rogue Sun, which yeah, you so, pay for. But, so you uh, went to Sri Lanka for this, right? Went to Sri Lanka for this. And um, spent a lot of time doing it. And, uh, you know, now it's podcast. <laughs> Oh, you sound, you sound excited about it. That's good. I'm so yeah. bad. For a page trip you know to Sri Lanka, lot. sorry to hear. 
That was really good. Basically, we went all around Sri Lanka, um, tea fields, Adams Peak, Sigiriya, met up to Jaffna, hung out with people who were part of the Tamil Tigers, maybe still are, even though it's not called that. Very exciting. These all sound like things that are best captured on audio. Mm, (laughs) It's it's an auditory... I don't know why it's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You could have caught us all out there, Naz, and just made up three of those place names and we'd all nod along. Love it. Hey, thanks for doing this. This was heaps of fun. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.